Welcome into the Invest Well Show. Hey, I'm your host, Michael Wall. As each and every week, you know that by now. But I want to talk today about something I think you're going to be pretty pumped about. Tax-free income. I didn't say taxes. I said tax-free income. Very exciting. There's some things you may know about it, but a lot you may not. So hang tight. We're going to talk about it today on the Invest Well Show. All right, tax-free income is something that we all want to be thinking about. And if you're not thinking about it, you should be thinking about it. Because I'll tell you what, if you didn't know this little newsflash, your biggest partner in life is actually Uncle Sam. No, it's not your Uncle Sam that brings you the Tostitos over to the football game when you're watching it and forgets the dip. I'm not talking about that guy. I'm talking about Uncle Sam, which is part of the federal government. He's part of the organization that likes to withhold taxes on your income when you get paid. He's also the part of the organization in the federal government that likes to withhold taxes when you sell a property or sell stock or take income from your IRA or whatever else it may be. That's the Uncle Sam I'm talking about. And so I want to talk about a few ideas and a few ways, quite frankly, that I believe you can be thinking about taking and applying the idea of tax-free income to your life. Now, the reason that this is important is for hopefully obvious reasons, if you're listening or watching this. But if you don't know, the reason that this is important is the more tax-free income that you have, actually the less money that you actually need to make. Now, you may say, well, that's kind of counterintuitive, Mike, isn't it? Because I want to make more money. Yes, we all want to make more money. But we also want to make sure that we make more tax-free. It's been said years ago, it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you keep. That's what matters. You know, just like when you look at, I was just looking with the kids, and there was a quarterback for a, a football team, which I won't mention the name. He got a, uh, a, he signed basically a contract that's going to pay him $258 million over the course of a six-year period of time. Okay? Great contract. Buffalo Bills, you can go check him out. Cool guy. I think he's going to, it seems like he's going to be doing really, really well. But $258 million over a six-year period of time, if you do the math on that, you say, okay, I can do some math. $258 million divided by six years, and $150 million of that's guaranteed. The rest is not. Obviously, hopefully he gets the rest of it based on play, et cetera. But even if he gets all $258 million, one of the things you got to know is he's not going to get all $258 million. A large portion of that is going to go to taxes, probably close to 50% or more based on where he plays the games and, and a variety of other things. Some of you may not know, we actually have a pro athlete division with one of our firms where we help families and help individuals and athletes protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So this is a little bit of something that we've learned about and know about for the last 20 plus years. I got to tell you that the reality of it is probably about half of his income will go to the government in taxes. Now, some of you at the, at the onset might say, well, he deserves to pay that. I mean, it's so much money, he, he deserves it. Others might say, that's ridiculous. It's crazy. What it does is it reduces the incentive for the American dream to grow and make more money. So I don't want to get into that conversation today. I just want to get into real practical strategies for people on both sides of the aisle. So if you're younger and you're just starting out or you're growing a business or a younger professional and you're saying, Mike, I, you know, I'm just growing in my wealth. I'm just growing in my income. I'm going to give some thoughts for you. Also, a little bit later in the show, I'm going to give some thoughts for those of you that are a little bit older. You're in a place where you have wealth. Maybe you have millions and millions of dollars to your name, 
and you're saying, okay, now I'm starting to take income from my portfolio. What are some things that I can be doing to save money in taxes? So we're going to get into that that way. All right. So let's start out with if you're younger. So you're younger, you're earning money, you're working for a company. Maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're a business owner. Uh, you could be doing a variety of different things, but let's just say you're working for a company. Well, one of the things that I think is so important is trying to facilitate or think through whether or not, and it doesn't work like this with every company, right? But whether or not you have the capability of being in a place where you can take monies or income uh, in a 1099 form as opposed to W-2. I'll give you a real world example. I have someone that works for us that we actually pay on payroll, W-2, but she's in a place where she's incentivized by some other business opportunities as they grow and as they earn more money. And that additional income is actually going to come from another company that we will be paying her from. And that income will come as a 1099. Now, she doesn't know that, but she does now. And the reason I share that is because she'll be in a place where she'll be able to participate in some of the tax savings really along the way. One great kind of neat thing about that is when you are 1099, maybe you have your own company, your own LLC, you're in a place where you can deduct certain things that you couldn't deduct if you were a, a W-2 employee, right? Like just your gas or, or other variety of other things that you can deduct along the way, car expense, housing expenses. One neat thing is called the Augusta rule. So if you are a business owner or you're receiving income in a 1099 facet, you own your own company, or you're receiving income 1099, there's what's called the Augusta Rule. The Augusta Rule was created based on the Masters, where people would come, golf tournament, yes, come and watch the tournament, watch golf, and they would rent out their homes. But it would only be for about 14 days a year or less. Well, the Augusta Rule essentially states that you're able to charge rent for your home and receive that rent as income, and you don't have to pay taxes on it. Now, the cool thing is, is the business that rents your home from you doesn't have to pay taxes on it either. So it's kind of a neat win-win. In this case, if you are a business owner, and let's say you were going to do an event for clients or families or whatever it may be, you could literally rent out your home and be in a place where you could receive income from that, from your company, if you will, for the events that you're hosting, and then not have to pay taxes on that monies as well. Now, obviously, to determine whether or not this really applies to you or what it actually looks like in the details, you need to make sure that you connect with someone that um, can help you and walk you down that path from a tax perspective. But it's just something unique and, and exciting, quite honestly, that you could do. So let's say you did that for 10 times a year, as an example. You rented out your home. And let's say you charged... $3,000 per event. Well, that's $30,000 of income that you could receive that you could maybe put towards your mortgage or put towards something that you didn't have before. Kind of a neat little thing. You want to mark down the Augusta roll and just say, hey, I want to learn more about this. Oftentimes we think about, you know, with tax-free income, we think about the idea of, you know, at least in the later stages of life when we have wealth, we often think of like tax-free bonds and things like that. Those are very common, municipal bonds, things that way. But what are some things that are not maybe normally discussed? Well, I think one of the things is utilizing a life insurance policy. Now, oftentimes when you think about life insurance and receiving income, if you've heard of this, it's often likened to the, uh, the idea of being your own bank. Maybe you've heard that terminology before of being your own bank. And often what is referenced is whole life insurance. But I believe that there are other types of life insurance that, are, if they're correctly designed, actually are lower cost to you 
and actually give you more opportunity for growth where you can take a pretty nice tax-free income in the future. So you would be overfunding a certain type of life policy for the purposes of not only receiving a tax or really a death benefit right now, but also as time moves along and as your value grows, you can take income from it, tax-free income from it along the way. Now, this can be a benefit to not only those of you that are younger that are saying, what are some things that I can do down the road to save money in taxes on my income, right? You can start putting money in each and every year to something like this. And let's just say it earns 7 or 8 or 9 or 10% a year. Well, what happens is you're in a place where that money, as it comes out in the future, is all tax-free. So there's a term called tax-equivalent yield. What does that mean? Well, that means what is the rate of return that you would have to make on your money if that money was actually taxed? In other words, let's say you were in an investment where when you made a gain, you were taxed on that gain, and then you took the income out versus an investment that has zero taxes on the income that you take. So if you take income from an investment that maybe you earn 10% a year on average, just as an example, and when you take that income, it's tax-free, that would be literally like making 14, 15, 16% or more on an investment that is taxed before you take the money out. So for some of you that maybe initially may balk at the idea of saying, well, 8% a year, 9% a year, 10% a year, I, I want to make more than that. Well, yes, but if you look at it through the lens of tax equivalent yield and realize that actually that's just like making 13, 14, 15, 16%-ish based on your tax bracket on investments that are taxed, now you say, wow, this is, this is very, very different. This is a strategy that I think you need to be looking at along the way. In addition to that, we've heard the conversation about uh, Roth conversion. Now, I know many of you that are younger, you may be looking and saying, okay, I can put money away each and every year, and I can pay taxes on that money that I put into a Roth, and then that money will grow tax-free. So simple example, if you put $5,000 a year into a Roth IRA, right? Find the right investments. And we have resources and tools that I'll talk to you about in just a minute where you can go and find more information to help you find those uh, right investments or learn about that. But you put that money in each and every year, let's say 5000 a year into a Roth IRA. And let's say you do that for 20 years, right? Well, you've put in over a 20-year period of time $100,000. But let's say as it's grown in the market, let's say that money has grown to $500,000, just as an example. Well, now all of a sudden, all of that money, because it's inside of a Roth IRA, as you take it out, is 100% tax-free. Not tax-deferred, like a traditional IRA, but tax-free. Those are two very different things, and tax-free is very important. Now, let's say you're a little bit older. Let's say you have millions of dollars in your portfolio, and you're saying, Mike, you know what? One of the things that I have right now is I have a couple million or a million or five million or whatever the number is in IRA type accounts. So they were in a 401k or a 403b, uh, or maybe you're not retired yet and you still have money in a 401k or in a 403b. And you're literally looking to roll that money to an IRA. Well, one of the things that we want to talk about is utilizing strategic conversion. There are investment strategies that will give us the ability to not only convert that money's to a Roth, which anyone can do. But while we are converting, we can literally also minimize our taxes on the amount of monies that we've converted. 
Now, I'm not going to get into all of that on the show. Again, I'll provide resources where you can go to find and learn more about that in just a minute. But these are strategies that we need to be thinking about. And I only take a few minutes here to share these things with you because I want to highlight a few things that you may not be thinking about. And even more importantly, bring your mindset to the importance of the fact that looking at not just how can you increase your income, always a good thing, and add more value as you do, right, to people in the world around you, but also how can you increase your tax-free income, whether you're younger and you're preparing for that in the future, or whether you're older and you're saying, hey, you know, I got a larger portfolio. I need to make sure that I can take as much money out as as tax-minimized as possible. How do I do that? There is strategy and ways to find that. So let me give you the two resources of where you can go to learn more uh, to find out information. First is for those of you that are younger, right? And you're in a place where you're saying, I'm just starting out, or maybe you have a couple hundred thousand dollars to your name, or maybe you're literally just starting, like you have your first couple thousand dollars that you're going to invest. Well, there's a lot of strategy, and I think it's important to get the foundations and the basis about investing and what's available. And one of the places that you can go is by heading over to just my name, Michael D, as in David, Michael D. Wall. You'll see it on the screen. Just head over to michaeldwall.com. If you're listening to this on podcast, obviously you can remember it, right? But michaeldwall.com. When you go to that site, you will see several things. One will be the Invest Well, Live Well, Give Well workbook series, which is kind of like the foundation, the ABCs of investing. How do you build an investment plan? How do you invest well? That's all offered through uh, one of my companies, which is Michael D. Wall LLC. It's a, it's a financial education company specifically. So the Invest Well, Live Well, Give Well is available there. Also, there's going to be and then kind of an addition. What do you do now after that along the way? You'll be able to have access to, to join the Private Wealth Club. Very important. And that's going to be an opportunity for you to grow and be part of a community to grow your wealth over the years. So again, if you're younger and you're newer in, in the investment space, michaeldwall.com is where you want to go. You can learn a lot of great information. You can connect with us there and get access to resources to help you grow well. If you are older and you have wealth to the tune of a million or millions or more, right, then what you want to do is you want to head over to leanonthewall.com. Leanonthewall.com consists of a team. Many of you know that I've been in the financial space for years and years and years, and we lead a team there with Wall Private Wealth and U.S. Private Wealth, really creating what we call the efficient portfolio, our trademark process, helping families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So head over to leanonthewall.com. You can learn a little bit more about us and reach out specifically to the team there. So that way you can set a Zoom meeting or a phone meeting or in office, whatever's best for you there to talk about your specific situation. I go there because I think it's so important to not only learn about some new ideas, but I believe it's also important then to say, okay, now that I've learned about some of these things, where do I actually go to apply some of the knowledge and learn deeper some of the knowledge that I need to learn so I can apply these things and actually realize the benefits in your life. Remember, knowledge is great. A lot of people have said over the years, knowledge is power, but it isn't. Applied knowledge is power. And until we apply the knowledge that we learn, there is no power. A light switch can have all kinds of electricity right there, but until we flip the switch or tell Alexa to turn the lights on, right, the lights don't come on. We have to actively do something to engage 
the process. So make sure that you either head over to michaeldwall.com or leanonthewall.com, depending on where you live and the amount of wealth that you have, to learn more and to apply, start to apply some of the things that we mentioned. So again, four things, not three, but four things that we mentioned here. One is uh, if you can potentially shift your income from W-2 to 1099, you can talk to your employer about that. Then you'll have the opportunity to participate in some things like the Augusta role because you're maybe a business owner to create an LLC. If you are a business owner, you want to participate in that Augusta role. Research that a little bit more. Again, reach out to the team if you need uh, help or questions about that. Uh, Life insurance, right? So we talked about 1099 income, the Augusta role, utilizing life insurance and strategic Roth conversion, not just by converting, but adding other strategy in uh, along the way to help you even minimize more the taxation along the way. Listen, I know many of you know people that are making income, right, in this world today. And I want to challenge you to whether they're a business owner or whether they're an employee, share this show with them, because I believe that as we learn more and apply more, not only do we make better decisions, but it helps you become more empowered in your life. So share this with someone that needs to hear it. As always, my desire and goal is to help you really live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Don't just go through life. Be focused and disciplined to be intentional in this life. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next show. Thank you for listening to the Invest Well Show. Please note that this information shared on the show is not investment advisory advice, and it may not be reflective of your personal situation or the needs that you have. If you have questions specific to your financial situation, please make sure that you reach out to an investment advisor directly or a tax attorney or tax coach or CPA to help you with your personal situation. Any additional questions that you may have, please make sure that you seek out a professional to get the guidance needed for your specific situation. Again, all content and information shared on this show is not to be deemed as specific investment advisory advice.